0: Moses
1: Tanya Burke, your host of We On The Table, and we have another great episode for you today in season one. That's right. I said it's season one. Today, we have Kama Burton, and Kama is the broker owner of CMB Realty Services. Kama is doing so many great things out here in the Realty Game. She is the one that you want to listen to and hear from. Today, she's here to drop some golden nuggets, golden, not chicken. She's here to drop some golden nuggets about what we should be doing in this real estate game right now, because as you all know, real estate is booming throughout the nation, not just in one state, two state, three state, but all throughout the nation. And so Kama's here to tell us what we need to do to get in on this. So stick around and hear what she has to say. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, 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 sister friends. Welcome to a new episode of We Own the Table. And today we have another table master. Her name is Kama Burton. And boy, would I tell you that she is, I mean, she is killing the game out here in the realty field and not just in real estate. Later on, we're going to talk about everything that she's doing. But Comma, I'm telling you, Comma is one of those dynamic black women that is taking many industries by storm. And she's so humble about it as well. And that's one of the reasons why I was like, okay, we have to get this sister friend to be a regular sister friend on the show. And so she'll be coming on regularly talking about the real estate field and making sure you guys don't make those dreadful mistakes that we always hear about when people are buying or selling or anything realty. But today, We want to learn a little bit more about Kama. You know, she is, like I said, she's in the real estate industry. She's been a realtor. How many years now, Kama? 15 and a half. (laughs) 15 and a half years she's been out here in this game. She just recently opened her own brokerage, CMB Realty Services. I mean, when I say hot (laughs) off the press, I mean hot like. I like, <laughs> I like fire right off the press. You just opened up your new brokerage. What in September? September we are in September. First, September, September the
0: 1st. Yes. Yes. So
1: 18, 19
0: days ago. Yes. Man, you hit it 19
1: opened. days ago. 19 yes. days she opened up her own brokerage. She's been, the she's the state director of the California Association of Realtors. I mean, I can't tell you she's, I mean she's just she's serving and she's leading and just about everything she has her own nonprofit nonprofit where she's teaching and leading young ladies to do the same thing like she is out there there's no excuses folks there's no excuses out here this 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 sister friend is doing a doggone thing and I'm so grateful and appreciative of her not only just to be on the show but just to be a great model and resource to other women, and especially other black women. So, I'm telling the, the hat's off to you, Kama. She's a professor. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And and, 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 I mean, the woman that wrote a book, I mean, I could tell you there's so many things that she's done, but we're gonna get right on into this episode. So, We can learn more about camera and how she got here. Like, how did you get here? How did you get into the business? What made you say, Hey, real estate is where I want to go. And then, you know, but it branched off into other things, but how did you get here?
0: Well, Honestly, I, I sometimes question myself as well because real estate was definitely not my path, nor was anything that I'm doing right now. One of my dreams as a young girl was to be a stay-at-home mom. That's what I wanted to do. Uh, I, I just wanted to be a good wife, be a good mother, uh, go to school functions and things like that. And I wanted to be young at a very uh, married at a very young age. So one of the things that I wanted to do, um, well, the age I wanted to get married at was like 18, 19 years old. And I must say that dream was definitely fulfilled, but I didn't know that that dream was gonna later become a nightmare. So I um, ended up in a relationship, very controlling, um, abusive. And uh, during that time while I was working certain jobs, I would get called to come home just in the middle of the day and it was just getting so crazy that I realized I need to be doing something that I can have my own schedule and just kind of come and go when I please. So I looked in the newspaper, I seen a work from home uh, ad. And as soon as I seen that, I was like, Oh my gosh, I think this is for me. It was bold. It was calling my name. And so I went in, had an interview and it was for a real estate agent. And so I went in there, they said, I told him, you know, I don't have any experience. I don't have any um, school backing for school. Like I haven't went to school for real estate and the lady said, Oh, don't worry about it. We have a real estate school. If you can just go through the real estate school and take the test, you'll be licensed. So that's how I actually got started in real estate. It's because I wanted to work from home and have my freedom to kind of come and go when I want to, and still be able to get an income.
1: So having that freedom to be able to one, still be able to make money, Mm -hmm. you know, advance in a career and also take care of your children. Yes. And that's just like, that seems like a winning opportunity, especially, you know, for, I always, you know, hear a lot of, you know, black women who say, Hey, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to get into. And especially since we've, you know, hit the COVID-19 pandemic, many people, a lot of the jobs that folks had kind of relied on, they no longer have anymore. A lot of companies have mm-hmm. closed up. But it seems like the real estate industry is still going strong.
0: It is. It's it's going really strong. As a matter of fact, um, they're saying that this industry is what's going to help us bring us out of the recession. And with me That's working honest. literally every weekend, oh yeah, it's it's working
1: <laughs> for me right yes, now. I, I'm just like, you know, just looking at and seeing all these folks saying, you know, just on my block alone, we've had about maybe three or four people who sold their homes in the last few months. And I mean, one of the guys, he, he his house sold so fast, they didn't even have time to put the, the for sale sign up in, in the yard. So, nope. I mean, it's definitely a seller's market, it seems like. And um Absolutely. and, and um, you know, hearing about the multiple offers and and, and people just really. um. Uh, really making profits over their homes. Uh, you know. Some of these folks who bought homes you know, years ago when the prices were a lot lower and now they're selling it for two and 300,000 or sometimes 500,000 more than what they paid for it and, and able to cash out and, and then maybe get into a bigger home or, or in a neighborhood that they always wanted to live in. So it just seems like a very um, strong market right now to be in this industry. Oh,
0: absolutely! I mean, it, it's it's bananas. I, I I was sharing that just the other week. Someone I showed property to a client. 140 showings on this home. The agent told us over 40 offers on the home, and the house went $50,000 over what it was listed at. I mean, just in one weekend, it, it takes that. I tell people, look, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly exactly so this it's getting real real out there so my buyers out there i'm trying to tell them you know you, you have to be ready for the long haul because you have to be very strong you have to be able to make strong offers it's tough i'm not going to sit here and lie and say yes i've been able to get all these offers um accepted it's tough but when i put a house up for sale i tell my clients look by the time you go and put put a home up i put your home up for sale I'll tell you, just be ready to move. So if you're not ready right now, get ready because it's going to sell just that quick.
1: Wow. You know, I might need to have a conversation with my husband. You know, we might we, we might need to put the for sale sign in the yard and, 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 and really some, 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 some chances, you know, because yes. I mean, it's just it's and it seems like it's been um, a wonderful career choice for you. You know, and just how you have, you know, you say like you you went in, started as, okay this is something I just want to do. So I have some flexibility to be able to to still be around for my children the way that I want to be and and still be able to earn money and and be self-sufficient and making sure that we all are taken care of. Because that's what we do, especially, you know, as black mothers. Um, and just making sure that you was able to continue to do that. And it just seems like what started off what, what you didn't think would lead you to where you are today to where you have kind of just even transitioned, just even in your leadership roles, um, that you've, you've held, uh, within this industry. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So yeah, like I said, going
0: into this this business, I never expected to be where I am right now, and it's brought something out of me that's different. Uh, Sometimes people don't understand why you go through something. You go through something. There's always a reason. You may not know what that reason is. You may not know what that end game is. Um, But there's always a reason. So just getting. Uh, more involved in my business by attending events. Like I'll go to networking events and, and talk to people. And then people started sharing with me all of these different uh, groups that they had and things that were going on. So I got, I actually got in the business or got into leadership. I attended a, a candidacy. Uh, workshop, and I was just going to understand how do people run for these offices? What does what? How does it work? Because the real estate industry is very Im- involved with policy and things like that. And so I was there, and a, and a friend of mine, uh, Doug. He we were talking, and he said um, I, he was telling me, "Oh, you should get involved at the local level." And so so I said, well, okay, that sounds good. What do I have to do?" So the first thing he told me, which I'm going to give you all just a little little advice, is that he said, "Get involved." on the finance committee. When you're working with a nonprofit, not-for-profit, understand where their finances are because you need to understand how that 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 group works and so, or that nonprofit or not-for-profit works. And that was what I did. I, I began to get involved with finance on the finance committee. Then later, uh, I I learned more about what the board of directors were. So I ran for board of directors. I began to be a part of the board of directors. And then from there, for my local association, and then from there, I was able to uh, find out more about how to be a state director at the California Association of Realtors. So once I became a board of directors, about a year in, I was uh, appointed to be a state director, And now that I'm a state director, uh, I am attending the National Association of Realtors. So you see how this thing just kind of snowballs because you begin to talk to people. So that's what I did. I began to talk to people and I learned more about what it is that I was doing because I know people, you know, we sign up for things. Some people sign up because it sounds fun, but there's actually work that needs to be done. So I, I, I fell in love with the work. And just from there, it's just continued to blossom. So I'm currently the treasurer of my local association and um, I'm finishing out this term and I was just elected as the 2021 president elect and I'll be the 2022 president of my local association. So it was getting involved and just staying involved.
1: Wow. 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 I mean, yeah. And I'm glad you shared that story because you you gave a lot of you you gave some good nuggets right there. And I'm not talking about chicken or cat food. You gave <laughs> you, good, you gave some golden nuggets right there <laughs> to folks because oftentimes we get involved in things. Like like you said, we 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 just do the job. We just say, okay, um, you know, I am a blank and I just go in and do the work. But you taken it further. And learning more about especially behind the scenes, about how how is this happening? What 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 happens like you said, fine, I believe that was the best place, that was one of the greatest advice that your friend gave you, and saying, Hey, be a part of a committee and be a part of finance. Because mm-hmm. finance is the most like one of the most important, you know, committees that you can be on in any organization. I don't care Absolutely. what it is, whether you are you know an elected position appointed position in any type of organization the finance committee that's where you learn i mean you learn everything yes in 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 that particular committee so and then that was a whirlwind of you going from there and now you know in the next year or two you're going to be the president yes so i mean congratulations congratulations Thank thank you and you know, you you, you you make it, I'm not going to lie, you know, seeing you out here, you make it look real easy. <laughs> you, make it, you, make it, you, you know, you make it look good. I'm like, look at her. She out here and I got cell phone. Good. i be Facebook stalking. I'm not going to lie about it. I'll be, right. be like, Ooh, look at her over there. Look, look, you see she over there. Look, she got book signing going on. She over there doing this, that she over there. Now she's yeah. speaking over here. She's doing all, all right. these things. And I'm it's like, right. hey. Do the doggone thing. But you make it look easy. But I know that it was, you know, taking that path wasn't always easy.
0: No, it wasn't. And that's why I tell people it came with something. I I have not arrived, just to let people know, I'm still working. And I don't think there ever will truly be a point where we've arrived. Um, I've heard Les Brown say, if you've arrived or you, you've gotten to that that point, you're probably not where you need to be. So that's why when you start learning more about what you do, it constantly evolves into different things. I mean, literally my mind just keeps going, 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 because I feel like there's always more to what it is. And one thing about me, which I encourage people to do is stay educated throughout it. Like you have to know what you're doing. If there's a seminar that's going to help you, if there's a book that you need to buy, if there's a training you need to go to, go to it. Stop saying, well, I don't have time for that. Well, don't take the position if you don't have time because if people are electing you appointing you um for something they see something in you you need to make sure you take it to another level and make sure you understand what you're doing so that you can help best serve someone and you can help bring somebody up because i don't do this by myself this is not just me able to do things so i can help other people and that to me that's what it's about paying it forward showing other people you know, I know it it, it. it may look easy in some areas, but it comes with, it comes with a fight. Don't don't get me wrong. This stuff comes with a fight, especially being a black woman. I, I'll just put it out there. It comes with a fight. It comes with a struggle. But I, I always tell myself, I'm in it for the long haul, and it's going to be very hard for somebody just to pull me out of something because of the way they feeling today. Because ain't nobody I got time for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i going to <laughs> That was a read. It, it's gonna be very hard because how you feel? Oh, oh Lord, have mercy. How you feeling and today? It's. I mean, be real
0: about it. It. we gotta be real, real about it. So
1: mm-hmm. And I mean, that's a lesson in itself. That's yes. a lesson in itself that okay, this is tough. Nobody said it was gonna be easy, but this is this is a little tough. But I'm gonna keep going anyway. Anyhow, Absolutely. as my grandma said, like, Keep it going anyhow. anyhow. You know. <laughs> and so. I mean, I'm just, I'm just amazed at your story, you know, um, you overcame, you said the tumultuous and and abusive relationship Mm -hmm. and you said, okay, I can't let that stop me. I'm a mother, you know, I'm a wife, but I I gotta keep going and I gotta do what I need to do to put myself in a better situation. You found an avenue and Mm -hmm. you know, you kept doing all these different things and I'm pretty sure. Because um, I know that you're a Christian woman and I'm pretty sure that you knew, OK, uh, God brought me through these things. You relied on 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 God to to help you and mold you and, and lead you and listening to him and, and him guiding you. But you were obedient and listening and discerning because it's definitely paid off for you. So you've gone through all these things. You 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 started off as a realtor. You decided i need to know more about this field because i'm in it to win it i'm in it for the long haul and then you you're to this point now where you have i mean you've opened up your own brokerage like i mean like how like how what made you say okay now's the time for me to do this
0: you know it's it's funny that I, i i've been thinking about opening my own brokerage probably my entire career, because when I originally took took the real estate license test, um, my goal was to become a broker right away. That was my goal. Uh, the one of the requirements were a bachelor's degree. There was something else you have to do, and you can get the you can go and take your test. Well, I had the I have a bachelor's degree, but I still didn't take the test. So it literally has taken me. Fourteen years for me to finally take the test, which I did November of 2019. And so um, it was just—I just started feeling this pressure. Like, okay, comma, you know, you—you've you, been working under a broker's for years. You know, you want to help other people. I didn't want to just build a team. That wasn't a, that wasn't enough for me. I wanted to have something that I can call my own. I know that there's not a lot of black black brokerages out there at all whatsoever. Um, so I wanted to, I, I just said, you know what, now is the time I have children. Um, my children are entrepreneurs and I wanted to show them that whatever they want to do, they can absolutely do. And then I started, uh, um, following, there's a group under the init- a women's initiative under the women's, uh, the, uh, California Association of Realtors called Woman Up and there they're really trying to close the gap between uh, men and women brokers and leaders because we as women take up about we're about a little over 60 percent in the industry as as realtors and brokers but we only make up about 20 percent of women brokers like active brokers that's out there opening their own business. And so hearing those numbers and and I can't even imagine, I don't even know what the numbers are. I believe they mentioned a couple of weeks ago that the numbers were even smaller as far as the minority or, or black or, mm-hmm. or um, Latino as far as... Um, and Asian brokers, it was so small, and I—I I, I mean, out of that, it could have been more than five percent or something like that. quote wow. um, told me on that, but I knew that I have to start. I have to contribute to that number. So if I contribute to it, how do I encourage other people to do so? So I went ahead, took my broker's license. Failed a couple of times. I tell people this because it's not easy. I I was in the business 14 years when I had taken the test almost 15 and I failed it because it it was tough, but I persevered. I went through because I started thinking about the other people that I'll be serving and helping and leading because I want them to know that it's possible. So then I just said, you know what? This is it. I'm going to go ahead and take the test. I passed the test and um, I just felt like this year, 2020 was the time to go ahead and open despite the pandemic, despite that was happening, um, I didn't want to sit and be feel depressed and say, well, with me, why are we at home? I wanted to make sure that even during a hard time that I can find goodness in it. And so I actually filed the paperwork in April of, of this year and, and got started with everything. So again, just another one of those things that I said, despite of what's happening around me, I have to find the good for good in it because everything is working together for our good. So if it's work if everything is working together for our good, that means this pandemic is working for our good. When I was going through the controlling relationship, it was working for my good. So it was all working for my good. So I had to see through a different lens. I had to see the glass half empty instead of half full. Oh, nope had to see the glass half full instead of half empty so that way i know that at the end of the day there's still more out there for me so i just said hey let's do it what's the worst that can happen nothing (laughs) i say no that's the worst that can happen
1: (laughs) man oh man oh man that was That was, man, that was like a drop it like it's hot statement. Like if I didn't have these 45-year-old knees right about now, I would when you was talking, I would have dropped it, it. you know, just raise my hands (laughs) instead. Because if I these days, if I drop it, it ain't coming back up. Right. I'm here to help you though. I'll support you. (laughs) But I'm so glad you said that. Because there's so many people who are out there who are kind of just stuck because of COVID 19, because of these adversities in their lives. And it's like, no, that's the time when you need to just really be out there, like, you yes. know, like yes. fighting yes. and punching yes. and getting it, getting that stuff out, clearing, clearing the weeds, you know. That's right. This that's the, right. This is the perfect season yes. for millionaires, billionaires, entrepreneurs, you name it, whatever it is, rather you're in a job and you're looking about going up, this is the time for you to do that. If you're in a job and you're looking and you say, hey, well, it's COVID-19 and I shouldn't go over and and elevate myself and make more money. No, this is the time for people to do that. And so many folks are just holding back. And I'm so glad you said that, that despite- everything that's going on well can i say something you mentioned you just said
0: something that i actually told myself so in the beginning of of the pandemic my phone was ringing off the hook literally i was getting leads that people were calling me ready to move forward whether it was talking about putting their home up for sale or talking to a friend or what have you and i would not share with social media what was happening in my life and i I felt so bad because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing all of this. This stuff is happening in a good way, but I felt like I was going to offend someone. And I was watching people post and everything, and I said, well, what's wrong with that? Why am I holding back? Maybe we can rejoice for somebody else that's rejoicing. It's not that I'm bragging, but it's okay to share because sometimes somebody wants to hear some good news from somebody. Sometimes people want to hear that somebody's doing better. So it took me a few months, but I noticed the more that I'm posting about my great news People are celebrating with me. Now, will I have some naysayers and some haters and some people that saying, why is this? Yeah, but I don't care. I really don't. If I can help, if my story and my testimony can help somebody else build and say, you know what, I can do it, then so be it. And that's what I'm getting now. People are saying, you know what, comma, I'm encouraged. You know what, comma, I I decided I'm just going to move forward with this or move forward with that because of what you're doing. So just because um, I, I'm afraid of the one or two voices that may be a may be a teeny weeny louder than my other voices. I need to back, back up and, and help those people that want to hear something great and know that something is possible.
1: You hit it right there that is your testimony we all have testimonies and we should be sharing them that's 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 our role that's that's what we're supposed to do Mm -hmm. anyway and i'm so glad that you said you know what let me do this and you know what no matter what you do we're gonna always have the haters always we're gonna always have the naysayers
0: always (laughs) and and that's
1: fine where are they sitting off in the corner Mm-hmm. Peeping and looking at you, doing all what you doing. Like, look at her; she bragging again. Yeah, you got mm-hmm. that right. Right, right. You got that right. Yes, I'm putting it on out there because if I can do it, you can do it too. That's that, and it's your intent. It's all about your intent. Yeah. And if your intent is to be of help for somebody else. Please, shoot it from the rooftop, girl, get a smoke signal, (laughs) airplane sky riding the (laughs) cross sky. Do whatever you got to do to make sure that message get out, because especially during this time, people need to see something other than people dying, something other than people losing out on something. People need to see. There is still hope. There is still an opportunity, not just for her, but also for me. So yeah. I'm glad you're out here testifying and, and putting it out there because people need to see this. People need to know, hey, if she's out there and I've heard her testimony and where she's going, I know that I can do it, too. Mm-hmm. And it's fun because right before we got on, that was the last thing I posted on my um on my Facebook. I oh. said I just love it when people, you know, put posts. In spite of I, you know, did this. So in spite of COVID-19, I was able to do this, or I'm doing Lord. this, or I'm still blessed, right. or whatever the case is. Yes. You know, even the small wins, mm-hmm. you know, people need to be celebrating. So Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm so glad you said that. And I'm glad that you took took the leap and the step to start your own brokerage. And no matter and then there's never a timeline. You know, like you said, okay, it took 14 years for you to go take the test, 15 years for you to actually get your brokerage going, but you always had it in your mind that you was going to do it, but it's on your timeline, not anyone else's.
0: Nobody else. And I'm glad
1: that you stuck with it and you did it, and so, um, because I recently saw, you got the keys to your office, right? I got the keys to my
0: office, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I started working in my office September 1st. That was a blessing in itself. And this is why I tell people, like, don't be afraid of the no's. Don't be afraid of the what you can't do or I'm not going to do something for you. When I when I put that application in, I had drove by in July. I had a, just said, one day I said, I put it on my things to do list. I'm going to find an office. So I started driving in Moreno Valley, looking around. There was a particular area I wanted. One, because I know price was going to be in the in the price range i wanted and two it was convenient i think it was it's very convenient right off the freeway so as i drove i called talked to the guy I met with him i was literally on my way out of town to go visit a friend and he said well if you can come in i'll, I'll show you the spot i'll give you the application and he said you you know, normally we rent to people that has a background as far as renting. You know, some type of rental background because we want to be able to to confirm your history. And so I said, okay, no problem. But I'll take this information. I said, just to be clear, I've been in this business for four, for fifteen years. I, I have, I do have other sources of income. Um, this is just, this is just my first chance. So I, what I did was I decided to type up a letter and I said, look. I know what you're looking for, but let me explain to you a little bit about who I am and why I want this place. And I said, if you don't give me the opportunity to prove myself and everybody else has the same mindset, when do I get the experience? I'm just asking for a chance. I'm just asking for an opportunity to be able to be a tenant where you are. And then I listed everything that I do and where I get paid from and things like that. Because I said, if this doesn't work, trust me, this works for me somehow, some way, this this will be paid and i said all i want is an opportunity to have a place to call home for my brokerage and he was like i read your letter i loved it when can you come in and meet and when we met i did not think i was getting the keys i thought we were just filling out the paperwork he was sitting there saying oh here here's the key here I said, oh, okay. And on top of that, he also let me come in and if I wanted to move things in and do do, do what I need to do a month earlier. And and so it was just a blessing, but I, I didn't stop at no. I didn't stop at, well, I don't have the experience. I felt that God had placed me there and that was my spot and I fought for it and it was mine. So just another thing where somebody has told you, mm, yeah, I don't know, but I built a report immediately and I was able to get, get the place. And yes, I am in my, my I'm in my office. Not man, right
1: now, If that ain't one of them, you know, shouting right. and dancing <laughs> testimonies right there. And I ain't talking about, you know, they doing all that. Right. But like, I'm talking about one of them, you know, them old-fashioned grandma testimonies right there. Right right. I mean, that's just so great. The perseverance of you said I am not going to take no for an answer. I am not going to stop right here. I'm not going to count myself out and I'm not going to allow him to count me out in order yes. for me to get this space. I mean, that's just terrific. I just love 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 that story because it just shows that, you know, you just like you're like, okay, there's nothing going to stop me from getting to where I need to be, and it, yes. and it definitely was, you know, had God's hand on it because he just, you know, parted, like parted the Red Sea, like, okay, there yes. you go, there you <laughs> go, go over there and get your key. Yes. you know, so, I mean, congratulations, congratulations, you. Um, you are doing great things. I mean, just for you to say, okay, because I can see someone saying, okay, they took the test, they passed the test, and then two years go by, and they still, they they, they passed the test, but nothing has happened. They hadn't opened All up time. anything. They have not moved anything. They ain't even got no business cards to fool themselves to think no. they're going to do something. You know? No, no. Like, you were like, okay, I took this test. I passed the test. Let me hit it.
0: Absolutely, and you know, you talk about the business cards. So I, I just got my business cards in. I have one agent under me, and she was my assistant at one time. And and she got, she passed her test. I, I uh, met her from being in my class. And so one of the things that, that I teach and make sure you're equipped. A lot of us fail at things because we're not equipped. We want to open a business, but we don't have enough inventory. We want to open, um, you know, we want to say we 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 we're the best baker out there but we don't have the tools of what we need to to put ourselves out there even more so so one of the things that I'm doing is ensuring that when someone signs on with me they're getting business cards because I know that's the first thing it's like well how do people know who I am I mean what if post on social media. We can send out emails and texts and things like that, but it's nothing like having some type of tool to make sure that, that you know what, this is, in a lot, of, a lot of brokers just do that. So I'm no different from that, but there's some things that I want to make sure that people are equipped with. So that way I can take the excuses out of, oh, this was too hard, or I didn't have this and I didn't have that. And then I do a lot of training because I, training is everything. If I'm still training as a broker, Okay, I'm still going to trainings and seminars. I've signed up for several in the next couple of weeks. If I'm still doing that, why do I not expect the same from those that I am leading to go to learn as well about this industry, so I want to equip them with the things that I believe they they could be that a new agent should be equipped with, so that way it'll be harder for them just to turn their back on the industry and run away because it was too hard so I, I'm trying to trying to do those things for those that that come and work with me
1: and that's terrific because you don't always see that that tender love and care mm-hmm. that people give out to people who work for them. Right. You know, I, you know, I've seen brokerages where, you know, it's like, okay, we may give you some cards and we may not. And especially some of those larger firms. You know, it's like, welcome aboard, let me tell you about my split. You know, and they specifically talk about them. You know, the whole situation is leaned towards how you're going to come in and work for them and make it a you know, right. better situation for them and not necessarily you and you have to fend for yourself for whatever training that you can get or mentorship that you 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 need to get in order for you to be successful in this business and so right. i think that's, you know you taking a step further and provide like this real elite service in terms of you know the people who you're going to have coming on to your brokerage and you say you have someone that came on and and she was Previously an assistant, and she went on and, and got her, her license. And so now she's a bull and she and she gets to have someone like you to mentor her and guide her through the process, which is going to help her be successful. And then hopefully she sees the same thing and pays it forward. And it just becomes this, this chain of people. Not holding yes. back the resources, as I say, the resource hoggers, which I cannot stand, <laughs> but, <laughs> but are out there. there making sure that everybody is taken care of because we each have a role, you know, we do. in, in doing that. So I appreciate yeah, that about you. And I mean, goodness, whoever comes to work for you, you're a doggone real estate professor. So they're gonna get all the information that they need. Oh in yeah. order to get them Absolutely. and I mean Yeah, so- you know,
0: I, I the, the 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 resource hogs. I love that word. Oh I'm sorry. No, I, I was just resource hogs and the thing I realize is that I mentor and I train and I teach because and I didn't know how to do certain things and people wanted to keep it to themselves. They didn't want to tell you it was, it's something that we want to ensure. I want to ensure that everybody gets a fair chance at it business if that's what they want you want to build your business well i'm not going to be that resource hog i'm not going to be that person who who pushes you aside that's just not going to be me i want to make sure that you get all the resources that somebody did not give me so
1: and i'm so glad you say that because i'm telling you that's the one There's a couple of things i don't like i don't like when people steal and I don't like when people purposely keep information from other folks. I just the the resource hog is, I can't stand y'all. Okay. I'm just letting y'all know yeah. I don't like y'all. Okay. I'm a Christian woman. I gotta love y'all, but I don't care for y'all. Right. <laughs> right. It is enough, we'll make that enough clear. for all of us. And so it's it's great mm-hmm. to hear that you are committed to other people's success. You are committed to making yeah. sure that other people are successful. And, and and you don't care if they you know exceed where you are or wherever they choose to go but you just want to make sure that they have all the tools that they need and that's just and and, and unfortunately sometimes it can be a rarity these days
0: it can be it can be i mean we are living in the world of selfie and selfish and keep for, If this person knows I have this, what if they try to come after it? Or if this person knows I do know this, somebody's going to try to do it better. One thing I can assure you, somebody can always do it better than you. Just like you can always do it better than somebody else. It's just, it's just what it is. You just perfect your God-given purpose, and you do what God do. I'm not the only realtor. Like literally, there's oh in California, there's over four hundred. 50,000, 450,000 real estate agents and over a 210,000 realtor difference to be where you're signing to a, co- a code of ethics to be a real estate agent. You're just saying, hey, I'm just a salesperson and I, I'm not holding to a code of ethics. Shows tells you to- the totality of it. 400, over 450,000 people in California possess a real estate license. Now, out of that, then you have little old me. I am a unique individual, and so are you. You take what you have, and well, I don't care what it is, what type of entrepreneurship it is, you take that and you grow, because there will never be another comma, ever, ever, ever. There will be another time. It just won't happen. But you do you to the best of your ability, and just know there's always going to be somebody doing it, but don't be afraid of that.
1: Yes, I'm so glad you said that because be be yourself in this too. Be yourself. Don't be afraid. You know, it's great to have a mentor. It's great to, you know, oh, this guru, I'm going to learn from this person or whatever, or this person has this method, I'm going to learn about that method. But bring it to the table, but be you when you bring it. You know, stop being these carbon copies. I think. So often and then sometimes it's black women we look we were searching because we wanted we it to be done, right? You know mm-hmm. we 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 want it to be perfect You know and so we search and we look and we see oh, okay this person right here They're out here killing the game. They make they're making millions They're doing the things that they're doing and they're successful at it So I got to go and do exactly what that person is doing. I got to be become that person and it's like right. no you gotta be you. You gotta do what they say. You gotta do you, boo. You gotta, gotta do, do you, you. boo. <laughs> you know, yeah. Get the resource. Yeah. Learn from them, but never lose sight of who you are in the process. Yeah. And, and it's clearly uh, shown through your, you know, experiences and successes that that's exactly what you did.
0: Yeah yeah i mean we just we just have to be open-minded to things we have to again understand we were not put on this earth by ourselves for ourselves we were put on this earth to help other people and when people get that through their minds then i think the world will be that much of a better place i am working on a project and in the project i um, that i'm working on one thing i put this song um in there from back in the in the 80s with Michael Jackson, Diana Ross. I mean, it was it was Kenny G. I'm just trying to think of all the people um, uh, that were in there, and it was "We Are the World." And when you listen to the lyrics, it says we're the ones to make a better place. So let's start giving. There's a choice we're making. We're saving our own lives, so we have to make it a better better place. Just you and me. Like we really have to make this place better and the only way we're going to do that is coming together and understanding that we all have something that we can intertwine with people i will never meet meet everybody on the face of this earth just it's just absolutely impossible to do in one two three or four lifetimes it's just impossible but with the circles you have i believe that with the people we come across networking what we do is we come together we come together we build together and we grow together that's one of my taglines i was the president of a group called women's council realtors um and as president that year almost every single email that went out i always ended with let's grow together because that's what we need to do we need to grow together i can't do this by myself i, I just can't and i'm not going to try i, I tried now you guys i tried i didn't like delegating I felt like people couldn't do it the way I was doing it. I felt like they couldn't think like I was thinking. I didn't think they were gonna do things when I would, would like for it to be done. And I'm not like a mean, I'm not a mean person to work for at all. I just would like to see things get done. As long as we communicate, we, we got this. We 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 okay. So it was hard for me because I didn't trust. After going through what I went through, dealing with certain people in my life, being burnt by people, I was like, mm, I can do this all by myself. Can't do it by myself. So I had to learn how to be more trusty. I had to learn how to open up more. I had to learn other people, find out more about them, do assessments and things like that so that I can discern who is right and who's a good fit for me. Because everybody's not a good fit for me. Even with agents, every agent is not a good fit for me. I'm not even honestly, I'm not even recruiting agents right now where I am focus I am focused on building my business if somebody comes to me we sit and we talk but I'm not even focused on recruiting right now I want to build what I have so that way whenever that time comes when I heavily want to do so I'm and I'm ready but I know I help, and I'm not doing this all by myself
1: wow I mean it I that I, I was like, okay, she 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 calling me out. She talks about all these things where I have struggled. Where it's like, okay, I want to take it all on my own. I want to be the 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 accountant, the banker, the the assistant, the uh, you know, the the carpenter. The, you you name it. I, I'm trying to take on every right. role because it's like, right. and I want to delegate. Uh, feeling like, oh, if I don't do it, it ain't gonna be done right, and, and I'm the perfect person for doing mm-hmm. it all, and then you get burned out, and then yeah. you can't do anything. So, I'm so glad that you you went there, mm-hmm. you went there, and that was a call out for me. Yeah. I was like, why are you telling my business like that? But <laughs> <laughs> it is like, okay. I'll <laughs> I mean but no but you really hit on some some really great points that is hindering a lot especially as black women because we take on this superwoman persona oh, yeah. and it is oh, as do. accurate as it can be that yes we we are super women and a lot of different things that we take the task but it's also uh Killing us, you know, it's also it hindering us in terms of, it's, it's, you know, our health, mental health, physical health. Um, you know, we, we feel that we have to take on the entire weight of the world when we really don't have to, you know, when we can delegate, when, when we can recruit and bring other people in to help us you know, build that table. You know, we don't have to do it all by ourselves. So I'm so glad that you said that, that you don't know it all, don't have it all. It's going to always be somebody else that have something that you don't have. You know, I tell, I tell our kids all the time, look, there's always going to be somebody a lot prettier, a, a lot skinnier, a, a lot bigger, taller, shorter, you right. name it. There's always going to be somebody else. So don't try to be something that you're not. Just do you.
0: do you.
1: Do you. And do you to the best of you. Now, I ain't telling y'all out here talking about do you and you out here running around trifling. That's (laughs) not what I'm saying. I'm saying do you, but do you, do the best you. Do the
0: best you. I like that. Do the best you. And so
1: how has it been for you? Because you touched on it a little bit earlier. You talked about being a black woman in this industry. Mm -hmm. Truly, how has it been for you as a black woman? Being able to navigate all that you have navigated and and all the places you've been on the boards you've been on, you know, served in and uh, you know policy making and program development. Like, how has that been as a as a black woman?
0: Well, I mean, I, I'm, I have to say, for the most part, um, it hasn't been as bad. I, I I what I do find. I remember I was at a networking event and this lady. When I say she's she stared me down almost like, why is she here? I was the only black woman there. And she followed every time I looked up, this lady's eyes were on me. And I'm like, What and I and I wasn't looking at her. It's just, you know, you look, you're seeing things. She would just stare, 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 stare till she seen me talking to the CEO. She seen me talking to the CEO. Then all of a sudden she she got a little more like her 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 question on the face almost was like, oh, she knows somebody in here trying to figure out, like, why is she here? She doesn't belong here. I get that. I do. I get people that don't trust me because I I believe it's because of the color of my skin. Um, I was I was over a particular group and I dealt with to me what was blatant racism. They will deny it to this day that it had nothing to do with racism, but I know what it feels like. I know what it looks like um, where I was asked to sit down, not to, um, not to run anymore, or maybe try to go back. I'd already got appointed to this or or elected to this position. I was told I wasn't going to be able to do the position. It was too much. Yes, girl, too much for me. You, You won't be able to handle it. You have a lot going on in your life. You don't know anything about the, this, this, this uh, uh group you'' you're, you're overseeing um so that that push out I dealt with or they tried to push it out, that built me to be much stronger and when I would tell my non black friends um that this is what I felt, they were like, "Oh no, that has no that has nothing to do with it well, why else when the person before me had the same came in on the same scenario, not not just being a part of the group for a little while. Um, Somebody asked her to be a part of it, had never been on that particular board, but she was so much more accepted and I wasn't. I mean, anything and everything imaginable happened. When I called in to say, can I call in to be in a meeting? Because I was out uh, uh, speaking at an event. Um, I was out of town and at a conference and they were like, no, that's not necessary. But when one of our past presidents called that was non-black, she wanted to call in, it was open for her. So this blatant, this blatant to me discrimination that I was dealing with and pushback that I was dealing with, they were telling me, no, it wasn't okay. So it made me feel a certain way. I was very, I was very emotional, uh, very vocal. And it's okay to be vocal because by the time I was over this particular group, and I began to be more vocal, I probably would came off a little bit stronger than what I probably wanted to, but it was all of that buildup of like, look, I'm about to prove to you, which I should never have to prove myself to anybody. I will prove to you that I'm going to do not only my job, but a great job and watch me do it. Many of them would not return back. They did not come back. They did not pay their dues. Um, They were waiting for my Fail for me to fail for my failure, and I just didn't allow it. You know, I said, I'm gonna, I'm going to succeed. Did I have some bumps in the roads? Road, absolutely. There's some things I could have changed about myself, but I tell you this they, I actually, I, I, you know, stood on their backs saying, Look, watch me work, watch me work. So that I dealt with, which was very ugly. I still, I'm not gonna lie, I still have some, some, uh, a you know, little little residue from that um where I'm not as connected to that group anymore because I feel like you know it it took that small group of people to treat me as if something was wrong because of the color of my skin, because you know people now are saying that black women are one of the most fierce species no, an educated black woman is one of the most fierce species amongst the earth now because we know when we know what we we know and we put our foot down on things then people are scared to say anything or people are scared to challenge us. I mean, I I had this particular person who would would go and tell on me and the group, instead of them coming to talk to me, what did they do, attack me. Well, why would you do that? Why would you, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't come at me, you come and talk to me. So I would have to always change the conversation and say, look, do you even know what happened? You haven't given me a chance to even talk about what happened. But they, call, they have this. There's this book called White Fragility, and in that book, it they have this chapter called White Girls Tears or White Women Tears, and or White Women Cry. I think it's White Women Cry. And that's what happened when the white woman went and cried to the other white women to let them know what was happening. The first thing was commas the monster. She's the angry black woman commas this commas that. And I it took me a long time to redeem myself. But how did I redeem myself? I just continued to be me. That was it. I was me. And when people, other people started seeing me for who I am, then it started to open up more doors. And I began to grow and blossom from that because of that. So that that I deal, did deal with, which I'm showing other women. like don't, Despite of what these people think about you and other people think about you, they, they are a non-factor in your life. Let, let them say they, they may be the very people that's going to help you go to the next level and, and just take it as that. But ignore, keep pushing. And go after your, your goals and dreams. Because trust me, I've cried enough for you. I've been hurt enough for you. And if just see what's on the other side of it. Trust me. You go brush it off your shoulders and you're just going to keep it pushing. And that's what I did and that's what I do. But other than that, um, I'm really well accepted, especially like at the California Association of Realtors level, the um, local level, the national level. It's a beautiful thing because with everything that's been happening in our world, with um, even with some unfair housing things that's been going on with what's happening with the George Floyd. George Floyd's death has opened up the eyes and the hearts of so many people because we were at a time where people were not so busy and they were able to see the truth of what us as African-American, Black citizens american has been dealing with for years and now people are seeing things just a little more clearly like oh my gosh i really didn't know this was happening unfortunately it's like what you thought i was lying but i mean mm-hmm. you see it all the time but anyway but that unfortunately death is fortunately but unfortunately that's what his death death has called, and it has it has brought in so many talks in our industry right now. they are so open to diversity, so open to making sure they hear the voices, especially amongst the black community now people are trying i 'm trying to get involved to find out how we can build more policy, how we can get more um, funding for black for our, uh, um, uh, homeowners, helping them understand finance and credit, and all types of things that i 'm doing. Um, I had somebody the other day. To help with try to help with their credit. They were like, "This is so expensive." Yeah, but you racked up your credit. That's gonna that costs way more than what it is. Trying to change that in that mentality to let them know we can get whatever we want to. We do have to change our. Some of us have to change the mindset. So that's what I'm doing. I'm working on things because some bear gotta break through it, get through it.
1: Man, that was a mouthful right there. Because I'm telling you. <laughs> just even the parts of you having to go through all what you was going through. And like you said, because uh, somebody, uh, uh, another woman, I ain't going to call her Karen. Cause I don't know her name, mm-hmm. but uh, cause this white <laughs> woman go and tell like y'all still in elementary school, go and go tell on you, mm-hmm. you know, like as if these people could do anything to punish or chastise you anyway, but right. holding yourself to the level of, you still held your professionalism, you still, you know, you didn't go in there and cuss everybody out and, you know, uh, it, it, the stereotype that they give us as black women, you know, they're always saying, okay, you got, you're yeah, yeah, angry black women. Uh, you think, you keep putting us in these positions to make us angry, <laughs> to make us mad. But oh, but we yeah. don't even conduct ourselves as angry black women. You know, we're passionate, we're fierce, and we're not gonna allow anybody to step over us. So if if that's what you call angry, go ahead and use those words. But we call it passionate. We that's call right. it, you know, assertive. Right. We call it all types of other things. That's right. But Being able to weather that storm and still hold your composure and still be able to do the job and still get the job done, that says so much because a lot of people can't do that. A lot of folks fold under the pressure, and I always tell folks, look, let these people, they want to act a fool, they want to you know, do what they do, but sometimes we can't ignore it. Like you said, you was calling it out. Other people were in denial about it. But it's good that you called it out. So you call it my grandma say call a spade a spade, you know, and so call a spade a spade. you called it out whether they want to dress it or not, and a lot of that is, is their own personal stuff that they dealing with, they want to come to reality. But you brought up a good point in saying how this time right now with the passing of George Floyd made a lot of people come to that realization and see, because you didn't have the busy and the chatter and everything else going on where you had to see what we have been yelling about for ages. You know, we have been saying, crying out from the rooftops about this for ages, but now you see, and now you are willing to make, some of us are willing to make that change, the necessary change to be more aware. So I'm glad that there are more opportunities that's coming about that you're being able to benefit uh, from and being able to help more Black women, Black men, Black families uh, be able to, you know, have a better grounding. Like you said, with your credit, being able to be homeowners, being able to, you know, commercial property, whatever it is, but just being, you know, in a better uh, financial situation and having assets that a lot of us as African-American, you know, as African-Americans, we don't have like, you know, our counterparts. Yeah. So I'm glad yeah. that that conversation and dialogue is even happening on, on the real estate level, because we all know that real estate is one of the areas where, I mean, having a, you know, just having real estate, just, just having a piece of property is just, that's, that's a great asset to have. You know yes. that's a great you know uh, asset to have in your portfolio. You mm-hmm. know than not have it. So being able to open those doors for people because that conversation is opened up, I think that's just I think that's just terrific.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we you know one one thing um, another book that I recommend for people to read is called uh, The Color of Law.
1: And oh yeah, that's a wonderful book. Oh, I,
0: excellent. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And one thing that the author Richard Rothstein talked about was how how with segregation, the way things worked, why we when we could not purchase a home, that was taking away the opportunity of generational wealth. And a lot of a lot of times now what we're dealing with is uh, people not wanting to own a home because grandmama didn't own a home or granddaddy didn't own a home or mama didn't own a home or daddy didn't own a home. So we feel like that's just not going to work for us. Where I see like a lot of our our, our brown brothers and sisters who are like, you know what, my mom or dad didn't have a chance, but watch me go out and go get a home. Watch me do, I wanna be the first person in my family to have an education, the first person in my family to. to own a home and build generational wealth. And we don't hear that as much in our community because of so much that we've had to endure from generations and generations. I mean, we, we just, we just um, I don't even wanna use the word celebrated, but uh, last year there was a lot about, you know, 1619, over oh, 400 years ago when slavery was brought here and how we were never brought here to have a piece of American soil. But now that we have this opportunity, it's time for us to change our thinking and, and discover that, look, we can do just what anybody else is doing. The laws were out there. The 14th Amendment, the, uh, the 13th Amendment, it is out there very clear to say that we should have the same opportunities as, as purchasing a home as white citizens. And fair housing that talks about no matter your back, background, gay, straight, uh, disabled, uh, it doesn't matter, income, uh, ability, whatever it is, you should have the same opportunity at home ownership and to build generational wealth because that's where it started. See, I know some of the secrets I'm learning. I'm talking to my non-black friends. I'm understanding what they're doing. So when do we start building that? It starts with us. It starts with not being afraid, which I get. Um, and I hate to hate to call my family out, but many of my family didn't use me as a realtor. I don't know why. I don't know who they used, but they didn't call me because we mm-hmm. look at us. Oh, I want her in my business. Well, guess what somebody else gonna be in your business and you can go and sell your business you don't know We got to work together we just have to so we have to change the thinking and understand um if we just get educated as to why i'm so big on education even for my clients is that we have to understand that it's possible and so what you may not get it today but what if somebody can show you how to get it in a couple of years from now what if i can show you the opportunities you may may be like, oh my gosh, that's for forever for now. But guess what? You'll wait for that PlayStation. You'll wait for the New Jordans to come out. You'll wait for all this other stuff. But what about you having a piece of this american pie or or, or the american dream or whatever they want to call it what if you could have a piece to start building generational wealth for your offsprings and be able to take that home take money out of it and go buy other homes or go and invest in homes and using other other people's money opm other people's money to buy like this thing just goes on and on and on but my people perish because of lack of knowledge we have to change that narrative we just have to change it and it can be changed if you want it to be changed
1: that was a shut your lips ma- <laughs> i mean i am I got chills over here no. from what you said because it's so true it's so it's so true, mm-hmm. and I am so glad that um I'm so glad that you are doing this. I'm so glad that you answered your call because you were truly in your calling. Thank you. And, and I, when I see you, and I and I'm and I'm being real, like when I see you and I see the work that you're doing, and I see you from a distance, and I'm like, there she go. I see you. Let, let me hit that like on here. Boop. You know, when I see you doing the work that you're doing, I was like, she's in her calling. She is truly in her calling. And I am I'm going to continue to pray for you.
0: Please
1: do. I'm I'm praying for your territory to be increased. So that might mean that you might get a little extra stuff that you asked for, but but I'm praying for your territory to be increased because it is people like you that we need out here in the forefront. It is people like you who. You know, not the glitz and the glam and, and oh, look at me, look at me, look at me. Like I, I said in the beginning, you're very humble about how you go about and do your work. But it's people like you who is just doing wonderful things. And I'm so glad to have you a part of this, this effort here of making sure that people, and especially black women, have their seat at the table and not be left out. And I'm so glad that you're going to regularly be coming and giving those tools and 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 showing folks, hey, this is how you get a piece of that pie that you were guaranteed and said, hey, you supposed to have a piece of this pie. Yeah. So I I so appreciate you. I thank you for being a part of our show today. I mean, I was like, I hate the end now. We got the end, but my goodness, she she just dropped. She. She dropped it like i tell you I can't get down there because of my knees, but I was like she, she dropped that. She dropped that Thank thing. You. And if if someone out there is not, I mean, if they're not getting that, I don't know what else that could be said mm-hmm. because you said it so empathically and you said it perfectly. And I appreciate you for that. And I thank you for being on the show. Thank I you. mean, please tell us if you you got any things coming up that you're working on. Also, let 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 the sister friends know how can they reach you if they need to get in contact with you. I told I told y'all this was a bad sister. I told y'all <laughs> that from the beginning, and I wasn't lying. And she delivered, and she's gonna keep coming on delivering. So tell us tell anything that you're working on. Anything that, that um, where can they reach you? How can they get in touch with you? All right,
0: yes, yeah, so I am, right now, I'm actually working on uh, something for those that are interested in getting into a home. Um, it, it's gonna be a boot camp. It's gonna be a real estate boot camp. It'll be four days that you will learn um, how to, purchase a home everything you need from credit to financing working with a lender um places to buy as far as price range ranges go um and and talk about some of the myths of purchasing a home so i'm putting that curriculum together and i will be launching that pretty soon here um i also do some things in the community with young girls i have a girls conference coming up so if that's something you're interested in, just inbox me and, or, or email me. I'll give you my email and um, I'll let you know what I'm doing for the young girls and their parents. And the way you can reach me, you can either call me. My number is 951-575-9750 or you can email me at comma and that's spelled K-A-M-A at C M B. Realtyservices.com.
1: All right. I told I told y'all she was gonna be fired. I told y'all. I told you she was hot like I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I just got a blister. I'm telling y'all. Um, and but don't worry, you're gonna see more of comma. Because she's going to be coming on regularly talking about these different things in terms of getting you the thing she was talking about, how what you need to get in order. She's going to be coming and making sure that those things happen, that you get that information so you are not missing out and you have a seat at the table. So, again, I thank you all for coming and joining us today. We had our wonderful guest, Camel, uh, and she's going to be... Uh, she, she, I'm telling you, she's shaking this world up. She's shaking this world up. And I'm tell, I expect to see, and you may not be ready for this, but I want you to get ready, karma. I want you to put your seatbelt on and get ready for that ride. But there's some things that's that's, go, that's going to happen in your life that you. the doors is going to be blown wide open. If you think you've reached somewhere now, just wait and see. I just, it, it's yeah. coming is thank coming you. and again i thank you for being a part of the show and um as you guys know uh we you know there's a seat at the table we because we own this table we are we we yeah. built the table and we we own this table so that we always have a seat at the table so there's no need to bring a folding chair so until we meet again uh see you on the next episode